Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Through the Web of 2024. <laughs> it's a bit late, but we're here. <laughs> I'm Dagogo. I'm Tarsif. And I'm Brayden. And uh, we have some explaining to do, I guess. We do, and I'll let you take it away. <laughs> <laughs> you have he, some explaining he, to do. He, here's the bus, and I'll throw you under. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, it, it's, uh, it almost feels like um, unfamiliar territory, uh, mm. just, just getting back to these seats. Yeah. Uh, because the last one we did was in December. Yeah. Um, Coffeezilla. Yeah, the Coffeezilla interview, mm. um, which you know a lot of people, um, you know, those who've been watching it, thank you so much. Uh, it seems like a lot of people liked the the style of the interview, the questions and, and whatnot. So if you haven't checked it out, do do check it out. But um, yes, the reason why we haven't been uploading as uh, much is primarily because we're trying to figure things out with the, with the podcast. Um, you know, previously we do once a week, sometimes even even twice, um, and it. You know, it, it's quite a lot of work uh, that needs to go into it, um, and we want to make sure that you know every episode we did it didn't feel like a chore or end, end up being like um, you know just something we do for the sake of it. We need to we wanted to do it with with pure intention and, and proper research and um, and not just do it because because we have to kind of thing. So um, yeah, we decided to take a step back um, and kind of reshuffle the way we want the podcast to to go ahead um, mm. uh, in, in certain ways and, and we're looking at perhaps doing more interviews in, in the future. So, in fact, we just did one yeah. right now. Yeah, uh, we're not going to say <laughs> who it is, but I think some of you... Yeah, some of you will, will probably know. Um, and, um, yeah, more and more stuff like that uh, and perhaps just kind of surprise episodes like this where something would have uh, of interest would would be on the news and, and we'll, we'll get, get into the, the depths of it. So that's kind of like the, the main reason. And I guess... So the biggest reason is we also want to um, keep on pushing Cold Fusion videos. So uh, yeah, more time yeah. towards the main channel. Yeah. Um, but speaking of big things in the news, something big did come out. And it was Zuckerberg's UFC, UFC fight. fight. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, obviously, a lot of you have probably heard about Sora, which is OpenAI's latest and greatest AI creation. So, um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, which I'm sure all of you do, it's a text-to-video uh, algorithm that they've come out with that can do one minute videos, 1080p, um, and it's photorealistic essentially. Can do a variety of styles from uh, to make it look like an old movie to 3D animation to cartoons to, yeah, you name it. So I guess today we'll just talk about what we think about it, some of the implications it could have for society, and uh, yeah, where we see the future of this going. So um, when you first saw the first images pop up on your X feed or wherever you saw them, what did you think about it? We are back on you know in, in front of the microphones is because we kind of did a lot of episodes last year when when AI was was just picking up. In mm. fact, we started a podcast around the, the mm. same time, so we felt kind of like the need to to ride that wave and and, and talk about it when things are still kind of fresh. And I remember um, ha- having felt similar. When I first saw images out of uh, Mid Journey and, 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 and Dali 2, Dali 3, and, and whatnot, right? But now, for some reason, it's like, oh, it's, it was bound to happen kind of yeah. thing, rather it, than, oh my God, like, yeah, here yeah. we go, another like, huge thing. It was, like, it was more like, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Other, instead of like, oh, here we go, like, yeah, everything's yeah, kind of yeah. over, right? It, um, it, it's, it's almost like you, there's something that a gift or not a gift, but say you were expecting an Amazon delivery to arrive to your house. It's, you're not surprised when you see it. It's like, oh, it's here. It's like it was just that thing that was. Having said that, I did see a lot of people get like very, very surprised. And, and again, maybe because they're not familiar with 
the other mm-hmm. um, versions that are out there, and we're gonna get into that that soon. But but overall, no, I felt it was it was um, about time almost. Um, it, this is exactly where it was hitting. For those who have been following our podcast, I've mentioned it many times that by um, almost in, in in a couple of years, or in fact, I said by the end of the year, we should have capabilities to make a full length movie mm-hmm. with with just just text to video prompts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually expecting it to be a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, if if anything, I mean, I think you had the timeline of, of five years, mm-hmm. uh, but but I was I was thinking you know things would be uh, a, a lot sooner. So um, yeah, I wasn't that surprised. Mm-hmm. The quality of the videos felt um, pretty good. Uh, I think I think they're they're. Workable. I'm just laughing because three years ago, like if if you showed someone that video and said this is completely AI generated, they'll be like, even we would. But then you're just like, eh, pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's workable. It's, and, and, and now I'll get into the depths of it as to why. And, and I'm sure I uh, mirror, uh, you know, sentiments of of many other people out mm. there who are also not that. Mm. I don't use the word impressed. Like, like I'm quite impressed, but but not that. I guess. What's another word for it? Maybe but the the thing I think we talked about this and discussed this quite a while ago. It's like, what is there going to be left to be amazed yeah, by? Yeah. It's like we we've seen these pops of innovation come mm. up in in the AI space, and it's something that's never been done before. But the more we see them, the less we're going to be impressed by exactly. them. So like you know, the next one is going to be able to sit like what's left. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. what to think. I mean, before getting into that side of yeah. things, so what what did you think? Um, yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised because some of the biggest issues with all of the other ones have been either completely gone or um, vastly reduced and one of them is the like temporal like coherence so it's like you have an object that's moving but it's it likes to morph a little bit in just like this classic ai way and that obviously is a dead giveaway and it's not even aesthetically pleasing it doesn't it doesn't really add anything to the video but it's just something that was a, a quirk of ai video but with this, it was completely gone to like just from the first glance, and seeing some of the detail within it, it just seemed to have skipped all these steps. Like mm-hmm. having uh, there's a famous one of dogs in the snow, right? Mm-hmm. Having it mimic the physics of the snow, having all the fur details, uh, it it just was another level. But again, it was like I was inputting on all all of this and thinking that's amazing, but it wasn't like a visceral reaction of wow, this is. Uh, I had that moment mm. in in this one particular case, but but before that, I'll go to Braden. Braden, did you um, end up uh, seeing some of the the Sora videos? Yeah, yeah. The um, the which one was the most realistic? That you know that it was almost like a trailer where the space dudes were mm. like yes. walking down and going mm. to the, that looked probably the most realistic. Mm. Um, I, I think the prompt also was uh, make it a cinematic, cinematic trailer, trailer or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. I think that yeah, I think that was probably the best. It's best case. I think the the funky one with the, is it dogs on the road on that dirt road, and they kept spawning uh, out yeah, of each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that looked a bit. Funky. Um, and the the limitation with some camera angles, like with the the walking, right? With the lady walking out, keep like bouncing back. Um, but uh, like other than that, like it, at first glance, it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's like. It's pretty solid. You could probably use that as like stock footage for yeah, the majority yeah. of things. Um, but another crazy thing is if you look closely, for example, that movie trailer one, th- there were cuts and it, it was like the, the camera angle like completely changed, but it was like that wasn't inputted anywhere. It was just like that's where it decided to... to it was like a creative decision by the AI. But, you know, it's cool, but it's also like we lose like our input to it. We can't 
you know, it's not as custom as we, we would like. It just spits out something. You just have to deal with it. So it's able to do more, but we have less control over it in a way, if that makes sense. Less creative control. I mean, you're, you're a videographer. So, so how did that make you feel you know, as a videographer and, and, and an editor for someone who's worked with cameras all his life? How did that make you feel? Well, I mean, besides those like little limitations, like genuinely terrifying because that's like that's one year of of like development since that previous mm, gen mm. like another year and we might have custom sliders we can be number of camera angles type of camera angles true, true. um you know we could have lens selection you just you could dial in aspect ratios you could basically build a film with very few requirements for them to actually change like a lot of it would be just visual you know yeah, what i mean yeah yeah uh, and you know that's actually like a brilliant suggestion like I never yeah. thought about that like yeah. uh, I'm thinking oh we lose all this control we just type in something but yeah like it, that's not hard that's trivial to yeah. implement like you, like even on mid journey you can input what kind of film you want you can do do all that stuff already so for video I don't see it being hard yeah. so yeah that actually so, so then what does that do to Unreal Engine and Blender and, and, and stuff like that um, I mean obviously that's way ahead like mm. some of the Unreal Engine footage just Unreal. <laughs> I, I guess it depends on the purpose that you're using it for. If you just want something where you want a 3D generated environment that looks real, then sure, you could use this and it's a lot, a lot quicker. But say you're trying to get something extremely particular, like you, you're, you're an animator and you want to describe a certain scene um, and it has to be in this way, this way, this way, and this way. Like it's, it's, very, it's very set out. Like it would be quite hard to get that, well, at the time being onto an AI system and make it coherent. So like you could have, you know, you could describe the scene in one thing, in one um, sentence, but then on the next part of the, the next shot, it might not look exactly the same, you know. So I think those little niggles will be hard to, to mm -hmm. ease out. But until that happens, um, sorry, after that happens, then maybe it's all better off, you know. So Yeah, and um, I guess I'll go back to that one one point where, that there was that one moment I did feel like, oh my God, like this, mm. is, this is crazy. It was actually at the end of MKBH's video when it was talking about drone footage, how um, some of the drone shots through, through Sora, like why would anybody use a drone pilot or you know, something like that. And the drone footage that, I think what, what was the, the, the Greek um, mm. place, Santorini? Santorini, yeah. Yeah, um, when that was on display, I was checking out the people walking, right? And a few of them were just disappearing into the ground. Kind of, but the rest of the stuff's very cool, yeah. like very realistic. Um, and, and it was only when I was paying attention to the people, and I knew it's from, from you know, OpenAI. So I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's, that's not possible. Um, and then when I was watching MKBG talking about drone footage, I thought he was using AI footage to explain. Because uh -huh. prior to that, he was using all AI footage. Yeah, yeah. So but your, that your was mind, real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was looking at the people, I was like, wait, they aren't disappearing. This is, wait, this isn't AI, this is real. This, yeah. uh, that's where my brain was like, okay, I can't decipher anymore. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, sometimes. That, that happened so, to me, like, because I was just going through Twitter, looking at a whole bunch of these videos for like maybe 20 minutes, mm -hmm. like just going through and finding all the different examples that people were putting out. And then afterwards, I was done with that, and I was just scrolling regular stuff, and then I'd see a video, and then it was like still in that AI mode, and I was like, no, this is, yeah. So a similar thing happened to me the as well. The memes, though. Oh. oh, yeah. With the Indian man just coming out of the build. Have you seen that? What? No. Like the, the Bollywood, like the, that funny oh. clip from, from like what? No, but that's, that's, a, that's real. That's real. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but you're saying, it, okay, yeah, okay. The, but that was funny. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just how people were just playing around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, <laughs> I think... I thought when you said the memes, I thought I thought you meant the memes that people are going to create because right, that's what right. that's it's like 
a Moore's law of AI, like the first application yes. is like me <laughs> as well and other stuff. But it's basically just um, when, when this gets unleashed to the public, the memes are going to be insane. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be crazy. But okay, so what, what do you think are some of the implications that we'll be seeing from, from something like this? In terms of like positive, negative, both? Yeah, just in any, any which way. A lot of people still has a lot of issues with using AI for for work and art and things like that, right? Um, and we've been using AI in, in some of our work. Uh, I've been using it for a lot of personal stuff with ChatGPT and, and things like that. Um, so I think those who are kind of against AI will, will still be, I don't think that's going to change. Uh, and for clarification, we're not talking about script writing. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's, it's more so, I think, with some of the visual elements, right? Yeah. And, excuse me, and I think... That's where just understanding um, the the differences between what's what's going to happen in terms of um, the the negative side of things and and what you can actually use it for in day to day lives, I think, will be critical for people to accept it because some people just look at that and be like, "That's it. That's everything that AI will be used for. Like, right? just just memes and you know negative stuff or mm-hmm. just just making deep fakes and and, and whatnot." Um, so yeah, I feel it's uh, you'll have the bad, uh, the bad players regardless. That's with, with with anything else, and it's the same thing with Mid Journey, right? Like we've seen a few cases that that happened over the years with the Pope and with with uh, the, the Pentagon and, and and whatever else. I think Taylor Swift won. I think recently um, yeah. with with some some explicit images, yeah. uh, maybe a few weeks ago. So so those things will keep popping up, but it wasn't like that didn't exist beforehand. Um, and it's only just gives people a faster way to doing these things, whether it's for good or for, for bad. And I think that's also the reason why a lot of people aren't as impressed as they, as they used to be with, with the AI stuff, right? Because I think I've mentioned it in the past as well, is that when you, you know, uh, democratize, democratize these, these products or these tools, um, you make the, the speed at which you can do these things faster but not necessarily creating something that already doesn't exist because ultimately it only has one reality to emulate. So it, it's somebody sees that um, and, and that somebody doesn't understand how AI works or the, the back ends of it or the, the crazy technology because we are in that world so we feel quite um, compelled to be enthusiastic in a lot of ways. But for somebody who doesn't care and only sees the output, for them it's like, why is it that impressive? Because it's not showing me something that's that's not out there already. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So for for us, uh, I think those who are in this world, th- that's what these things feel more impressive because we understand or we, at least we are interested in how the, the back ends of these, these things work. Hmm. I'd, I'd like to agree with you with that, but maybe it's just a matter, a matter of how that tool is used. Like if you're an extremely creative person and you manage to create a video of something that no one has ever seen before. Like obviously the, there's probably inspirations from stuff, but I don't know what that would be, but just something that just is so visually compelling and striking that people are like, oh, how was this done? Oh, AI, okay. But it's still like, oh, that's, that's kind of interesting. Um, I think we'll be seeing more of that stuff. But as for now, it's like people just playing around with um, very kind of normal stuff and things you would think of like a monkey playing chess or like, uh, a, a, yeah. a half horse, half blah blah blah, and it's like you know, it's just the things that you just. And it keeps going back to this, the first conversation we ever had mm. about about 
about AI, right? Like mm-hmm. ultimately, if a movie could be made or a whole music album could be made like with just one click of a button and a and text prompt, right? Mm-hmm. Would you would people actually enjoy it? Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be a lot of individuality to that aspect like if you can create a movie just for yourself that you want to watch kind of thing mm. but ultimately it's the community and the storytelling that comes with with these creative outlets right mm. uh, you enjoy music but people also kind of you know the 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 means to that end in in some ways is is to enjoy it with people at a concert or going to the to 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 the theater or talking about you know even if you're watching it on Netflix you want to get on Reddit or somewhere and speak to other people who also watched it and 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 um experience that the feel of community right mm. so i think um it's 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 not going to replace all that stuff with with ai and and that's why i feel a little bit safer in, in some ways as opposed mm. to when we when it first came out because it's been what almost a year and a half since mm. the mid journey and all that kind of stuff and i think there's some elements to some people not perhaps finding the the jobs but mm. um it still hasn't replaced the entire industry mm. right and and there will always be um things like strikes for example like the 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 actor strike that happened to mm. to keep ai out of out of um hollywood and 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 um the actor circuit and what not so i think there's two things to note here like the first one is ultimately this is a tool like maybe maybe a lot of people are over embellishing it to be a replacement for an actual human being mm. doing the job it's not uh it's a tool that you can use to make your workflow and process faster but on the other side of things humans are terrible at exponential progress so we're seeing this at this point and we're like oh okay it's all right and then in 2 years like it's starting to make movies that kind of make sense it's still a bit weird but then in 5 years it's like making a movie that's like you want to what like this is crazy this is like so good like It sounds crazy but mm. like exponentials that's that's kind of how it works like so in in I'm working on a video on this and I started off with this Reddit thread of these two people talking about image generation technology and the first person's like oh wow this is crazy like imagine you'll be able to create a video a photorealistic video just by like typing in text like ai is nuts and then he gets downvoted to oblivion and the person blows like haha you idiot like there's no way this is going to happen not even our great grandchildren will have they'll maybe have something like that there's no way and then like yeah 3 years later it's here um and that's that's what exponentials are like it's something if you look at the current rate of progress it's always wrong like at every point like it's going straight mm-hmm. but the exponential keeps going like to you know as an exponential curve so we we just we're not geared up for it so that future i'm not sure if we're prepared for it because for a lot of these things if we're talking about coherence or if we're talking about how it it performs with uh longer form videos or storytelling or what not these are all problems that can be solved so we may come to a point where it gets better for a while and then it kind of seems to peter out but then a new research paper comes along and it fixes that issue and then it's on to the next thing you know um that's that's kind of how it works and how it has been working and that's why at every turn until probably now because we're we're so used to it but it has been surprising people so i think it it's just it's just yeah those two things that i think um i got to yeah take people off guard i think so yeah do you have any thoughts to to add to that i was trying to think like of like an actual like application of what it would look like right so right now it's all just web pages is generated but like how do they how can you break that down into parameters that would be 
way more controllable. So I was thinking, like, in terms of the video stuff, when you look at something like Premiere or After Effects, couldn't do the you could probably do the same thing, but where every parameter is generated, and then you can you can select constants. So you could go into a tab where it's about character, and you could generate a character and then lock that isn't in as a constant, and it would register clothing, skin color, hair, all that stuff, and that would be your character. Mm-hmm. And then you could generate a background and la- label that as a constant and you could build an entire scene mm. through that and mm. then you could dial in a look mm. and you could dial in all this stuff and it would all be AI generated. You could mm. build a whole movie yep. in one piece of software. Mm. Um, I, I reckon we're not far off that. I mm. think maybe a couple of years until one company can secure all the different types of AI generating, so See, audio, video. I think, so I think we're talking about two different things in a way here. So one is you click a button and it does movie it, and movie yeah. is okay. You're talking about it like really being a, a, a extremely powerful tool, like literally strapping your creativity onto this machine. So it's like you're like man and machine and this is just machine alone. So I think with what you're saying, that is going to be where the jobs get cut. Yeah. Because you're still creative, you still know what you want to do, but you don't need expertise of anyone else to do those groundwork things for you. This machine that you're strapped to does it for you. So like, instead of having 10 people do this job, one or two can do it. With like, for example, like a, a drone shot includes in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need a drone pilot uh, because you've already locked in that, that, correct, uh, that character and mm-hmm. then you could just have like a separate video output that says, you know, it's the same shot, but from the perspective of a, of a drone flying at yay height, mm. uh, yeah. the surroundings look like this, yada, 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 right? Yeah. So, so that's where the drone shot or people involved in that yeah. scene would be technically losing a, their And jobs. an interesting thing I saw on, on Twitter or X is, um, so this Sora thing, you can uh, have it generate a video, but at the same time, simultaneously, you can have different camera angles. So, for example, that, that snow scene where there was that couple walking in the Japanese... Um, yeah. area so there was another one of just someone in the background like it was a close-up of his hand he was feeling with the snow and there was another one of like other people just talking and whatever but it was like all coherent all the same scene so the capability seems to kind of be there for like what you're talking about so um i actually played with runway ml um so basically after open sora came out uh, open ai sora came out with the um the prompts for for what they released i used all the same prompts and put them on, on runway and generated four second videos of, of each. Um, the thing is, uh, right now with, with what runway is, so you gotta keep in mind that Sora is not out to public yet, mm. right? It's still being uh, under, I think, red testers, which basically means people with you know special permits and whatnot are, are using it, but runway is available to, to anyone. So runway, you can only generate scenes uh, four seconds at a time. Uh, at least that's what my um, uh, thing does, um, or my, uh, what do you call it, the, the billing thing does. So I tried like maybe four different scenes from the OpenAI's um, versions and input it on, on Runway. And it's interesting to see how similar some of it is, but not that accurate. Mm. So it's, it's, it's very, um, like look-wise, some of them felt very, very similar in terms of colors, the, the, um, the lighting and, and, and those things, but not in terms of, I guess, the, the accuracy. And I guess that's where the, the, the differences with, with OpenAI's one will, will, will shine. What right? do you mean by accuracy, though? So I've sent it to you, so you can just can check. I look? Okay. Yeah, so you can both check um, on the super private secret WhatsApp group chat that we have. The, the first one would be the, if that's the dog. So have you seen the, the, the dog one? <laughs> 
fucking like four, six legs. Yeah. So, so this is is not too different to, for example, like the 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 puppy that yeah it was the, in the window that was spawning, right? So, yeah. so a lot of the runway stuff is kind of like that. Um, but having said that, um, the but, colors yeah, and the, the colors and the lighting in this is is if you hadn't seen OpenAI's one, you'd be like, oh, this is pretty. No. No, because uh, it's, it's in terms of colors and lighting. Oh, in terms of strict, yeah, strictly, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, strictly, strictly. Because yes. because that's that that was similar to what the the some of the stuff with with OpenAI's one was. Yeah. And if you look at the next one with people walking and checking the the museum, again, it's just the the walking patterns a bit bit off. It's, yeah, it's just that morphing thing. The yeah, but again, but like I, I get at first lighting, glance, yeah. um, you wouldn't really really notice the running one's absolute garbage. <laughs> um, and it doesn't look like it doesn't look similar to the. Um, and the very <laughs> okay. last one is California in a, in a, in a gold rush time. Yeah. Um, again, the color, the lighting, um, it, it's got a fair bit of coherence in my opinion. And e- even though everything's kind of like gliding with the with the car, horses, there's like a couple of horses kind of like almost morphing into each other. But again, I felt it's very close to what's already out there. Uh, and again, got to keep in mind, like Sora is not out to public yet, and you don't know what the the things. And this is again with me just inputting, without yeah. making any changes. But I, I guess that the thing with Sora is the like I get it, like the lighting is good, um, pro- possibly the framing, but just that where it falls apart with that AI coherence mm. thing. Like it seems like frame to frame, it like really struggles to remember what it just did, and then it just morphs into whatever. But that's what I was saying with Sora. All of that just seems to be greatly mitigated or gone. Yeah. Um, and that's the real step change. Uh, even though these are handpicked examples, and I have seen other examples online from select users who have used mm-hmm. it, some of them are a bit whack. And even when it fails, though, uh, have you seen that chair one where they excavated? Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. Keeps coming up with the like with, on sand. Yes, yeah. 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 So like that, the, there's this one where there's like some archaeologists or whatever, yeah. and they're excavating, and they pull out this. I guess sheet of mm-hmm. sand, but then it turns into a chair, and obviously that's it's a huge, and the chair starts floating away. It's a huge failure, but that happened to me once. Joking, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Sorry. You're no. Right, man. <laughs> no, anyway, but um, yeah, it's a huge failure in terms of the AI system, but it's still, it's still very. The fidelity is still high. Like as it's changing from sand into a chair, it, mm-hmm. it's still, it, it doesn't look like anything else before still mm. it seems like just more robust even in its failures um that's the best way i, des- I can describe it but I think, I think robust is a good word to to explain it because with mid-journey stuff for example um or, or even like most ai use cases in terms of images you, you can still tell like mm. there's this little like you know um characteristic to to the output that if you look a little bit hard enough, you know, like maybe it's the glow or mm. just the the grain or just just the angles. Mm. In, in some ways, some of it still feels. And this is without photoshopping and stuff, because with photoshopping, you can make it a lot better. It's similar with the videos that I just and maybe we included that in the actual videos as well, um, actual podcast episode video. But um, with with the um, uh, with with the changes with Photoshop and stuff, you can still kind of make those characters to go go away but without it you can everywhere that have looked like people are using it left right and center in mm-hmm. in ads a lot of big companies are using it like right. um i'm talking about the, the the images so right um just last week uh, a, a band came up with like nine songs and had like nine videos for each 
like lyric videos. Mm. Two of them were made by animators, so like everything's kind of animated from scratch. I think seven of them were um, AI yeah. generated. You yeah. could just tell like straight yeah. away which one's AI generated, which one's not. So yeah. I think it still will depend on the creative person. And yeah, but ultimately, would people care is the question, right? So um, I think less and less. Mm. I think now is unless something goes horrifically wrong. Um, I think now is the the maximum resistance, and then as it just proliferates people just be like oh well we just gotta just gotta ask you a question about the launch or I guess the announcement side mm. of things um, if you compare it to what we saw with, with Google's Gemini or a few of the other um, competitors come out with product launches or announcements there's always seems to be some sort of gaffe in terms of either you know maybe they weren't being super clear or transparent or, or whatever but it seems like OpenAI's Announcements so far, I can't remember one that where they, they stumbled unless I'm, I'm, I'm missing something. Mm. No, it's because they got pros on their team, like Ilya Satskova. He was, and uh, he's like the lead tech guy with an open AI, and he literally was there with Jeffrey Hinton since the beginning when he started the open AI boom, essentially. So like, it's like these guys know what they're doing. Like they have done the research, they have all their stuff ready, all their ducks in a row. And then they're just like, hey, we made this thing. It's like, it's there. But then Google's like kind of scrambling from the back end. It's like, like, like I, hammering things together while the stage curtains well, what, what I love best is they are also showing the limitations of, yeah. of where it is right now. So I think those are the things that you want out of these big corporations mm. when they run us because there's such a disconnect, right, with the user and, 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 and the actual team and the product itself. Mm. So um, being clear and transparent like that, I thought I thought was, was pretty cool mm. from, from opening. Yeah, like obviously maybe they've picked the best looking but they screw, mentioned that as well, yeah, yeah, like towards the end, of like you know, mm. the safety side of things, mm. the research, and like just just going being clear. It's just yeah. one page, not like a video and a link no, no, to click that, for the blog, yeah, you know. Yeah, I've gone through it, but it's just like we we don't know the full scope of, of how, how good it is. But um, from what I've seen, I guess, and I guess you guys will agree, it is definitely a step change above what we had before. Which I guess that's something to strap your seatbelts in for. See what that that brings when it comes out. How do you think it's going to be in terms of um, using logistics? So, for example, Runway, it's similar to Midjourney. You've mm. got like a feed, you type in, um, you select, you can actually select camera angles and stuff as well mm. on, on that. So, seems pretty user friendly. Mm. Um, and I think it costs maybe 20 something dollars a month mm. uh, to get those added seconds. Okay. So, how do you think OpenAI is going to? Uh, definitely. Either freemium or you got to pay. I think that's number one. Uh, it's probably going to still be website-based. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it would just probably be something similar to Dali where you just um, type in your prompt, you just wait for a while, and then it generates a video, you download it, and, that, and that's it, I think. Um, the integration into Microsoft, though, that's what I'm kind of mm-hmm. figuring out how that's going to work. Will there be something in Windows where it's like you go to... <laughs> The old uh, uh, Windows, what was? I don't use it anymore. But what's what's the media player in Windows called? Windows Media Player. Really? That's what the Windows Media Player? <laughs> I thought there was a new. There was a new one. one. They've changed that now. It's like um, I mean, I was I use Windows, but I can't for the love of me. Yeah, I think I think they changed it. Um, but yeah, like you just go generate video and you just type a box. I don't know how it's going to look like, but I think yeah. that will be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. Um, one thing as well is is just with AI in general. Um, I was on LinkedIn, and um, you can actually use AI to summarize videos that pop up in your feed. You can make like bullet points out of it. So I think those little things um, 
are quite interesting use of AI um, that I'm seeing pop mm-hmm. up quite a, quite a bit with with day to day use. Um, mm-hmm. But then, but then uh, with those things, there's like trust required. So it's like you yes. can get a video and then it gives you the summary, but it's like, am I really sure those are the best points? Yeah, it's like you don't really know. True, so. True. Um, I think with the text-based stuff, I think there's a lot of that. Like you can you can ask ChatGPT to write you something, but you can never trust it. You yeah. have to. It's like a maybe. So we've got to double check. Yeah, or it's just like a basis to like structure something, but it's like every single thing you, you can't trust. You yeah. Know, so, but it's, it's like as, as I mentioned, it's it's going to be less and less in terms of um, people not trusting mm. um, these things, and mm. as you get used to it, I think it's only a matter of time before. You know, we've got the, the Vision Pros on and um, the Neuralink uh, chip and just you know, think. Actually, sorry, sorry. This is this is a little off topic, but I'll just touch on it for a second. But you, you all saw the Zuckerberg video of him roasting the, yes. the Vision Pro, right? And it's like, you know, um, in the future, like, uh, uh, like we'll be bringing those sensors back. But I think for um, uh, controlling this hardware, um, something like, yeah, controllers or like eventually like a... a Neural implant will work, and then he just goes on to the next thing. I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> it's like neural implant? It's like, why are you thinking about that? I thought yeah. that was only Elon Musk." And uh, anyway, that just came to mind. I thought that was just a, a weird thing because um, I guess they're doing the mind reading. Yeah, stuff mind, back- I was going to say like, the mind reading stuff in yeah. the background, but it's like you shouldn't be talking about that anyway. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. So back to AI. Um, so maybe we'll wrap this up. Yeah. Like in conclusion, what do you think the next five years are going to look like? Oh man. Um, I think we'll explore everything there is to explore in terms of direct-to-consumer AI products. I don't think there's going to be anything left to scratch. I think the next frontier will still be real-life applications. Um, there, I think, who was it? NVIDIA's CEO? Um, I think in a talk he mentioned how there's you know AI force different industries doing different things, and I think that's where the big um, changes will, will will be coming from uh, in the next five years, but I think in the next two years we'll be scratching every surface of um, dear to consumer AI products. Mm. There's going to be nothing left mm. to do with with AI and our consumer mm. products. That's that's what I think. Okay. Um, for me, I'd say that um, yeah, I agree with you. There's going to be a lot of consumer products out there, but I think on the back end, in terms of regulators, lawmakers, and also social mm. media platforms, they're going to have to start to step up and really figure out what they're going to do. Uh, in my video, I was talking about um, essentially just when you have an AI video or, or a photo to the naked eye, it looks the same, but within it is embedded some kind of um, code or um, you know a, a marker to tell another AI that can detect if something's AI image or video that it's AI generated. So essentially... The video looks the same, doesn't change, but then when it goes up on these social media platforms, the platforms have to integrate this AI distinguisher. So essentially when something gets uploaded, it, you know it's AI generated, so it can't even spread. Mm-hmm. It can't, you can't even have any fake news because on the social media platform itself, it's already yeah. indicated that it's, it's, it's fake or AI generated. I think things like that have to exist for the TikTok world. TikTok does that. They do? Yeah. Really? It shows up, uh, this video is AI-generated or has elements of AI-generated AI uh, videos. That's very interesting. Man, TikTok's... Uh, they, they, they do some, some interesting stuff. You can upload but 30... Do, by the way, you can upload 30-minute videos in there now, so... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, the, the major platforms in, in um, the Western world have to get onto that yeah. kind of thing or else it's going to be pandemonium. Um, but yeah, aside from that, I think just interesting times all ahead. Very, How about any, you? Any thoughts on that? Uh, I think we're going to get, obviously it'll be the continuous just trickle of companies dropping their own applications of AI, but I think there's going to be 
a heavy focus on actual usability and application of how these tools can be used in professional environments more so like what i was saying with software and and whatnot like breaking down the generalization of ai into customizable and usable points and then i think alongside that there's going to be a lot of focus on law around ai mm. as well yeah. i think that'll be the next five years yeah for sure um yeah i think the hyper focusing on within industry specialities is, is going to be a big thing um so yeah we'll see anyway that's about it Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you again soon. -ish. I don't know when <laughs> so we'll, we'll see, see you next. again yeah. for the next episode. Sometime yeah. soon. But uh, if you want more stuff, do let us know yeah. if you want us to cover any specific topics. Um, but I guess it won't be a weekly thing from, yeah. from here on. So. All right. See ya. <laughs>